0: Thanks, Mikey. Yeah, uh, what happened next? You see the tie-in? You see the connection? Sort of, you know, what happened next? What's happening next to Anthem? That kind of stuff. Clever. Did you spot that? Brilliant. Um, So really, we did want to kind of go back a little bit and just think about how things actually started at Anthem. And for some of you, I realize that you don't know that we're just a church that's been meeting for about a year and three months. Um, And so we still feel like we're kind of a church that's finding our feet and fairly new. Right at the very beginning, just 10 days before our first preview service, we thought everything was in place. And we had a location planned. We A weekly location, sort of a, uh, a, a, one of the schools in Burlington was available to us, and 10 days before that happened, we got a phone call saying, it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out for you guys to meet here. And all of a sudden, what we had spent about a year to a year and a half putting together felt like it was just falling apart at the last minute. Uh, God was faithful to us, and we ended up meeting in, I think, five different locations between October 14th. And uh, December 31st of that year. So if you can imagine, a, a new organization, new church, startup, you know, no resources, nothing really together. And then the one thing that we thought was consistent, which was our location, ended up, we ended up losing it. In fact, there was one period of time during that period when we were, we were three weeks straight in three different locations, So people were coming, thinking, "Is this thing going to make it? You know, is this thing even worth flying?" So uh, we realized that at the beginning, we were going to have to work pretty hard to get that message over to people. Look, look, we're going on tour for this first four months. We tried to make lemons out of lemonade. Wait, what is that? No, switch that. But we tried to like make that work. And so for the for the for the launch day, everybody left on our launch day with um, with one of these uh, anthem church. Uh, kind of grand opening t-shirts, and it had our tour dates on it for the first four months. Uh, and everybody thought, wow, that's awesome. But for us, it was like, we're just trying to make the best of a really, really bad situation. And uh, we actually have about 20 of these left at the back that we kind of found in a closet somewhere. So if you weren't around when the church uh, launched, I know that's quite a number of you, please feel free to grab one of these. they 60 dot... No, just kidding. They're free. You can have one. And, um, uh, and um, that is our limited edition... Um, Grand opening t shirt. There's about 20 of those left. So grab one of those before you go if you'd like to. It really was a, a kind of an interesting um, time. It feels remarkably different now to feel that we have a secure place to meet and a committed contract with the Doubletree till the end of uh, 2020, which is fantastic. and We're loving meeting here, and I hope that it's a good experience for, for you joining us here as well. Um, and then as of a couple of weeks ago, and this is kind of like new news, uh, we actually have an Anthem Church office as well, which I know doesn't affect many of you, but uh, for us as a team, it's, uh, our kind of efficiency has gone through the roof. It looks like it's enormous, but we just have three small rooms in this um, organization which is just about a mile from here in Burlington and it's uh, uh, as it says an academy for creative arts they have a lot of different stuff going on uh, in the in the school throughout the week and then there's three small I think they're like little practice rooms rehearsal rooms that we've been able to rent so uh, well that's just in uh, just behind the Starbucks off of um, uh, Terrace Hall Road so once we kind of figure out where to put the coffee pot and everything and uh, where, you know, get ourselves unpacked. We'll have uh, some time where we can invite people in during the week and let you look around. It won't take long, trust me. The tour, the tour won't take long, but uh, we do want to just celebrate that with you and, and uh, kind of thank God for that. The church office for the last couple of years has been in my house, and uh, that's great because my commute was really short, but uh, not so great because, you know, the dog and Children and everyone tend to interrupt you and that sort of stuff. So, so we're really happy to be in a place where we can um, we can continue to work. Um, so, we wanted today to be sort of like a bit of a family chat, and so hence the the fun and games and, and just a little bit of a you know stripped down unplugged worship band, so we can enjoy a little bit of time together and just share a little bit of vision. I I feel like. Um, that uh, this could be the most uh, uninteresting vision day because uh, I'm going to reveal why in a couple of minutes. But before we do that, I want to celebrate two things. And one is that our friends Damian and Vanessa just gave birth to uh, Noah, right? And is that Noah? Is that right? Yeah. And there, I think Noah's... How old is he? Nine days old? Is he nine days old? Ten days old? Fantastic. So we want to welcome Noah into the world. And then also... Uh, uh, where's Tabitha and Jimmy? They're around here somewhere. So there's Tabith. and Tabitha, uh, this is her husband Jimmy, and uh, he's been back in Zimbabwe. They've been separated some time because of immigration stuff. For the longest time, we thought she was making him up, and uh, we're, we're so glad to know that this imaginary friend has come to life. <laughs> want to welcome you, and, and if, if there's anyone else who's, who's here for the first time, I just want to let you know you come on a day that you kind of get a chance to sort of come into our... Uh, into our our kitchen table a little bit and sit around the table with what's going on at Anthem, and hopefully that will be uh, uh, an inspiration for you and an opportunity for you to sort of look under the hood and see a little bit about what's going on here at this uh, new church that God has allowed to uh, come into existence here in in Bedford and Burlington. Um, So, as most of you know, if uh, you've sort of taken a gander through our website, that there's five of us on the staff team myself and my wife, uh, Mikey, who was here early, Br- Brittany Kimball, uh, who's in our kids' area. Usually, I think she's in here today somewhere. Did I see? There she is. And Ashley, who's at the back of the room there. And you probably know the five of us. There's another level of leadership at Anthem, which you generally don't get to see, but has been with us since the very beginning and it's as a result of a number of churches that uh, gave us some support for the first period of time uh, first three or four years that we've been able to start and also the coaching and leadership of uh, our home church which was Kensington Church in Detroit as well as uh, an organization called Stadia that does what we call planting churches, which is basically start up churches across the country and they start about fifty churches a year uh, throughout the United States and then another couple of hundred churches in various locations around the globe and so we 've been really grateful to both Kensington, our home church, and Stadia for the support they 've given us, and then uh, two or three other folks that make up our management team. We don't have local elders here at Anthem yet. That will be something that we transition to over the next year to two years. Um, But during this kind of startup phase, we're we're led and governed by a management team that I report to. Uh, I sort of serve as kind of the the chair of the team, but also report to that team as well. And my wife, Liz, and I, we both uh, are involved with meeting with them on a regular basis, usually on on like a Zoom call, online call, um, because they're dotted around the country. But I just wanted you to hear from those guys on that team and a little bit about their vision for Anthem and the part that they play in it so you can get to know them as well. Watch this.
1: Hi, Anthem. My name is Nancy, and I'm one of the leaders at Kensington Church. I think it was about four years ago when Colin and Liz shared that God was calling them out to New England. My husband, Joe and I were both excited and envious because we had lived in Southern New Hampshire and knew how beautiful that part of the country is. Well, Kensington has launched 60 churches since its inception and Anthem was number 56. I can just tell you what a privilege and a joy it has been to be a part of Anthem even from a long distance. So Anthem, I want to encourage you to continue to invite in everyone you see. Invite them to be a part of what God is doing there because He is on the move and He has a great plan for your future.
0: Hey Anthem Church, my name is Hank Wilson and I serve on your management team. About 13 years ago, I planted a church in downtown Boston, so I know a little something about the area, as well as church planting in general. So I'm excited about serving on your management team, I'm excited about helping Colin and Liz and your leaders become the healthy, growing church that God dreams that you will
2: be. Listen, we know that the work of church planting is difficult, but it is so important. So we want to say that we are proud of you for all that you've accomplished so far, and we're excited
0: about what God is going to do in your future. Keep up the good work. Hi, everyone. My name is Christabel, I know many of you because my husband Nana and I were actually a part of Anthem from the pre-launch season through the first year. We actually lived on the South Shore of Boston, but when we met with Liz and Colin in those early days, we were so excited to hear what God was doing through Anthem that we um, committed to being a part of it and to doing that 60 mile journey to and from Burlington each week. Um, but those trips were really worth it. I grew so much as a Christian and some of my best church experiences have been through being a part of Anthem. Um, Unfortunately, my husband and I recently had to move to Michigan for his work, but I am excited to continue to partner with you through this team. And I'm also thrilled to hear that you've been growing a lot as a church and many new folks have joined. So I want you to know that I am praying for you and that this team is praying for you and that we believe that God has a great future
2: for Anthem Church. My name is Dave Jane and as well as being a fellow Brit on the management team to make Colin feel a little bit more at home. I am also uh, the lead pastor of a church in Washington, Illinois called Connect Church and Connect Church launched seven years ago. And we partnered with Stadia, a church planting organization that helped us to launch um, extremely well. So I was thrilled when uh, Stadia and Colin approached me and asked if I would consider being on Colin's management team in the lead up to Anthem launching. Um, It was just amazing to be a part of some of those exciting conversations uh, back when this was just a dream of what one day might be. And I love following all your social media updates now of what God is doing through Anthem. And uh, speaking to you now who are a part of Anthem Church, thank you so much for every one of you uh, that makes up Anthem Church for your commitment financially, your commitment to serve, your commitment to support your community and your local church. I know you are making an incredible difference there, and uh, we are just so excited to hear at Connect. We are a, a partner church of yours in finance and prayer, and we just love hearing what God's doing in your community. Well, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's a dozen different churches and several hundred individuals that are all partnering with Anthem Church, both in prayer and financially. Well, my name is Chris Truthway, and I'm the lead pastor of Tri-County Church, a collective of churches across the state of Pennsylvania, and we are so honored to just be a small part of the Anthem story. Over the last few moments, you've heard from the five of us who are on that Anthem management team, and we just wanted you to know that we are praying for you, we're excited for what God is doing in you and through you, and we're just anticipating God's movement through 2020 and beyond, because God is on the move.
0: That applause goes from me to all of these guys and girls, because they've just been such an encouragement, and to have such great coaches surrounding us as we, as we get started here has been awesome, and uh, they've, they've, they've been there at times to tell me, no, Colin, you, you're an idiot, don't do that, uh, or to like coach us here and there and to keep us going straight. They'll have great experience. And we're going to put that video up on our, on our YouTube channel and also on our webpage as well, which has information about the churches they lead, and you're welcome to take a look at the kind of places that they come from and see where they're at. Um, and so that team will sort of uh, kind of disband over the next uh, 18 to 24 months um, as we become more secure and develop leaders from within our own community, but for now... I wanted you to see the sort of, in a sense, the kind of the organizational level of leadership uh, that's uh, overseeing Anthem and a covering for us both spiritually, practically, and financially as well. Um, There's a a passage of Scripture that stuck out to me a ton, which is in uh, Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. And I want to just highlight these verses today. Um, It says this, so then... In fact, let's read this together. Should we do that? We don't have to do this here, but let's read this this verse together. You ready? So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. We'll leave that up there for a few minutes, Ryan, because uh, I want us to kind of get this uh, verse or two in our minds and hearts a little bit today. There is a, uh, a little bit about today that I thought, well, it, it doesn't sound that exciting. and that, I kind of mentioned that to you earlier because really what God calls us to do as people who are following him and who are part of his kingdom is continue in the way that we started. And so if you look back, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue in the same way that you received Christ, continue. Now, I, I wonder when you receive Christ, if you look back at a time in your life when you say, yeah, that was the time when a significant moment happened in my life. It was a turning point And I decided I want to follow Jesus. I don't understand everything. I'm not, I don't, I've not read the whole Bible or checked all the boxes, but I, I know that Jesus, that Jesus is my Savior and I'm putting my faith in Him. You didn't do that with, with a sort of a casual, like, yeah, maybe I'll devote my life to Christ. You know, you didn't do it with this sort of take it or leave it mentality. You didn't do it with a, a sort of, well, we'll s- just see what happens. Um, you did it with joy and you did it with fervor and enthusiasm. And most of all, you received Christ Jesus with faith. You received it with faith. The uh, Hebrew says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so that might have been your starting point where you realized it's through faith in Christ that I, that I attain this, this ever-growing relationship with God. And so this word here is just saying in the same way that you receive Christ, with fervor, with enthusiasm, with, with, uh, with faith at the end of the day, continue to live your lives in Him. Get rooted get built up, get strengthened, allow every teaching to strengthen you in your relationship with God and just be in that place where you're just overflowing with thankfulness. And so I, I feel like I've got good news to, to share today because I feel like as a community, we've been doing that. We've been, we've been responding to that word, not just like, ah, oh, I, I, I gave my life to Christ, I got baptized, and then it was kind of all downhill from there. No, we've been the kind of community that's been growing spiritually, that's been growing in our generosity, that's been been, been growing in our involvement here, and it's been growing in our willingness to bring people along for the journey, along for the ride. And I, I, I want to just start out by by kind of, in a sense, just saying, like, yay, you guys. <laughs> you know, big pats on the back to Anthem Church, not... Anthem Church is an organization, but Anthem Church as people because you've been living this out. And for a minute or two, when, when Mikey said, say, hey, go say hi to somebody and go greet one another, I just, for a minute or two, I just watched this community in action, just greeting one another. The simplest of gestures that we kind of perform on a fairly regular basis, almost as a symbol of the kind of people that we want to be, committed to one another open-handed, willing to receive one another into a relationship, find out each other's names. And the, the number of times I've seen, um, and I've seen this over and over in the last year, uh, you become friends with somebody else on Facebook that's at Anthem, or you get connected with somebody else through social media. And That's kind of the only way you can kind of judge it from the outside. I don't have your calendars or see who you're hanging out with or anything, but I, it is great to, to be able to see that individuals who once were just scattered... And now a family, and I want to thank God for what God has been doing through us and through you. First Peter two verses nine and ten says once. Well, verse ten says once you were not a people. But now you are the people of God. And it was, it was a verse that Liz and I repeated over and over again when none of this existed. We felt like God had put that verse in our minds that like, there's going to be a, a group of people in the in the, the, the Boston suburbs that doesn't exist as a people, as a collective entity that God is going to take together from scattered places and bring together as a family. And, it's, and that scripture, once you are not a people, but now you are the people of God. God is coming true in all of our lives. And I just want to thank God for that because God fulfills his promise to us over and over again. And he's been fulfilling his promise to us in that way. And I just want to thank Jesus in so many ways. And so I just want to share for uh, a little bit of time here this morning just some of the ways that we can continue to invite people into our community, we can continue to give of what God has given us and explain a little bit of the practicals and spirituals of some of our finances, and then also continue to get involved and continue to sow into this community. Firstly, I, I want us to continue to invite others to be a part of this. And we've always, from the beginning, had this invitational culture about us. I look, back to look around at some of the folks that have been with us since the very beginning of all of this, whether it's Brandon and Becca or uh, 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 Jenny. I don't know if Walt's here or not, but just Jenny's here today. But but some of us who have been, and there's others of you I know, but I can't picture everybody right now. But some of us have, have experienced that period when there was just a dozen or so of us in that kind of head-scratching moment that went on for a few months. How are we going to? How are we going to get some people to jump in on this and consider being a part of it? And we just had to, like, do whatever we could to put the, the word out. There's a, a photo or two um, that we've been using in our social media w- that shows sort of like the very early community of Anthem. We were standing outside uh, on the Burlington Green outside the bandstand there. And we were we were like only a step away from grabbing people off the street and saying, hey, could you be in this photo? Because we were such a small group. We're like, we want to create this uh, group that looks like, yay, there's a church. And we, it, was, it was a little bit of a fake it till you make it kind of a feel because we genuinely just wanted to present the fact that there's a community growing here. It might be small, but genuinely some of our earliest uh, challenges And things that we wanted to do was like, how can we get some people to jump in and join us? And so we we started with an invitational culture that I pray we will continue with as long as time goes on. Before we were meeting on on a Sunday, we had a Super Bowl party, and Lenny, I think you and Sarah were there, and we had a Super Bowl party, and there was all kinds of people there that some of who have joined us and some who never did, but. But everyone on our team was doing all they could to invite people to be a part of what was going on. We've got so many um, ways to do this now, through, even through the, the simplicity of social media. And you may get a pass like right now if you want to for just like, grabbing your phone and just checking into Anthem and just saying, hey, I'm at church this morning, like, if you want to join me in the future, feel free. Or just letting everybody you know that there's a place called Anthem Church and that you're a part of it. And you would be blown away just the connectivity that's been created when people have just shared online the fact that they're part of something. They've shared a post or they've shared something that's going on. And some of you have, have left the greatest reviews for the church, whether it's on, uh, on social media or Google or, you know, in places like that where you can put the word out on your own channels just to share what's going on. Um, I want to uh, let anybody... Here, who might be say, I'm still finding my feet with all this Christianity stuff, or I'm still like sorting out what I believe, or I'm still in that place where I'm, I'm working out who Jesus is and what I what what I'm committed to here. Uh, we, you are at the heart of what Anthem Church is all about. And I pray that that will always be the case. And at the middle of kind of what we do through the week is a program that we have called Alpha. And it's an Alpha is not something that was designed by us. We're not that clever, but it's been experienced by 30 million people across the world and is now in over 180 languages. And I want to just, for those of you who might be new here, I want to share this short two-minute video about Alpha, because we're about to start a new Alpha course here in Burlington, and I want you to watch a little bit about what it's all about. Watch this.
1: Life is busy. Every day we ask questions like, what's happening today? What should I wear? How am I going to fit everything in? But then there are bigger questions like, why am I here? What's my purpose? Where am I heading? Is there more to life than this? These are some of life's big questions, but there's rarely enough time to think them through. That's why Alpha exists. Alpha is a place to explore life's big questions in a safe and open environment. It's a series of sessions where anyone can share their thoughts and opinions and ask questions without feeling judged. When you come to an Alpha, you'll notice that first, there's food. Whether it's a full meal or a light snack, this is the time to get to know each other in a casual setting. Next, you'll watch an alpha talk. The talks are created to engage and spark conversation. They explore big issues around faith from a Christian perspective. After the talk is a time for discussion. This is the most essential part of any alpha. It allows everyone to share their own opinions on the ideas presented in the talks. It's a time for people with different thoughts, beliefs, and experiences to ask honest questions and have open conversation. Every week, there are guests coming for the first time to an alpha in their community. Alpha is for everyone, regardless of background or beliefs. There's no pressure, no follow-up, and it's completely free to attend. Come and explore life's big questions. Find an alpha near you today.
0: website and go to anthemchurch.life slash alpha. And if you have any interest in something like that, we do it week to week, uh, starting on uh, February 5th. And uh, there's dinner every week. And that's one of the just the great parts about alpha. Come check it out for the first night. See if it's for you or not. Sign up. It doesn't commit you to the whole uh, eight or nine weeks. uh, But we'd love to have you jump in on that and see if if, if you like it. Uh, We will always be providing alphas now and then because we want to create space for individuals who are still learning who Jesus is and learning about the relationship with God to find out more and to kind of engage in just open conversation on that kind of thing. So join us for that. Um, The the phrase we've used a number of of occasions as a mission statement is that we're here to awaken everyone around us to the life God has for us. And I want to challenge you for a minute. Who are you in the process of awakening to the life God has for us? Who in your sphere of influence are you committed to? Or I, I've got to awaken that guy or that girl to the life that God has for them. You know, there's a few people in my life that I feel like I'm in this process of awakening them, but it's taking some endurance. It's It might be that I've been in that process for two years, that process of praying for somebody and encouraging them to be a part of a church or what we're doing here. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. I had a friend who was almost going to come to join us this morning and and then wasn't able to. But I want to encourage you to continue with the endurance and with the stickability that it takes to continue to invite and to continue to awaken those around you to the life that God has for us. And, And almost to encourage you, wake up every morning and say, God, who do you want me to awaken today to your love? Can you imagine if all of us were praying that prayer? Who is the one? Who is the one that you're putting across my path that you would like me to reach out to with your love? And uh, I I think back to the the holiday that we just shared, Christmas 2019. You know, I don't know if if you were here, but there was 133, 135 of us here on that day. And uh, it was a fantastic day. And you all did all the work to make that happen. The previous year, uh, a year beforehand, we had a similar Christmas service. We, we spent money on marketing. We did a, a flyer out to the community, and you know, all that costs money and time and energy, and 66 people showed up. It was like a year beforehand, and it was less than half as many people compared to the following year, when all that we did is say, hey, we're going to get together and celebrate Christian at Christmas. We're going to celebrate Christ- Christmas. Why don't you all invite your friends and family? And you did. And so in that respect, I just want to say, just keep going. Let's just keep going with inviting people into this experience of being part of the community of God here. Can we do that? Cool. Um, I want to share a little bit about our finances over the last uh, period of time. And uh, again, I'm just so grateful to those of you who've made uh, financial giving a commitment at Anthem. And we're, we're, we're gloriously growing in this. And I believe that God has been uh, speaking to you and to me in so many areas about our Uh, our putting God first in our finances. And so it's been a a real privilege to be a part of that. Uh, Our intent is always to be totally upfront about this kind of stuff. Sometimes it's not easy, depending on what kind of gathering we're in. But I always want to be straight up and uh, clear about things and honest um, I was in Costco yesterday with Micah, and he went up to the counter to get a hot dog and a, a Coke, because it's like a dollar, right? And uh, Costco's awesome. And the guy behind the checkout said, okay, one sodium stick and one cup of diabetes coming up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not sure you're going to be working there for long. But, um, but it is great, to be honest. It's good to be open and upfront. And so, uh, so like, I like that kind of straight up. Well, I'll, I'll make things really simple here. Just general numbers, and then there's a, if for those of you who are more like into reports and stuff like financial reports, there's actually a 2019 Anthem financial report at the back of the room, and you're welcome to grab one of those at the end. It's not pretty or anything. It's just a kind of couple of pieces of paper, and will make more sense if you, you, know, if you understand QuickBooks and how that kind of thing works. Um, but uh, I don't want to bore you, so I want to keep this fast. A, a friend of mine told me that uh, much of the rocket fuel it takes to um, uh, to, to launch a rocket into space is used up in the first 10 seconds, you know? And we've experienced that as well, that much of the rocket fuel it takes to get a church launched has, has, has been in those first year or two. So I want to just talk, oh, it's up already. I want to talk about our expenses a little bit. So this is uh, firstly like 2019. We've just broken this down for the purposes of this into like uh, six simple categories. So of course, staffing is the biggest one. Um, ministry here includes uh, all of anything to do with the church kind of internally. So f- funds that would be spent on children's work, funds that would be spent on uh, a benevolence or hospitality or things, um, uh, I think, like Alpha. Would that be all in that? Uh, and so there's a, a youth and children. We just had uh, nine students just went, uh, nine people just went up to Camp Berea and had a phenomenal time. Our men's ministry that kind of had a, retreat last year was fantastic and so uh, that's uh, outreach was anything that we do externally into the community from the parade to uh, different events that we've done through the year as a means of connecting. Of course last year there was a lot of marketing that was done so that was included in that as well. That's why that number was significantly higher. In fact all these numbers with the exception of one are are bigger last year than they are this year. Um, We've really tried to keep things tight this year. This one here mission basically we've committed to saying that uh, 10% of whatever comes in to Anthem uh, from this community will go back out towards future church planting and mission because we want to model as a church right from the beginning that we are going to commit to paying it forward to external mission, even when it feels like, ah, yeah, but if we kept that money, then you could do this and that with it. But so you'll see hopefully a growing number that represents 10% of what comes into Anthem locally will go back out to future church planting and mission. And then facilities, this number's gone up a little bit, not because – Things are more expensive here. They're actually a little cheaper, but because we've taken on an office as well, so we've got a really reasonable office space, uh, a little bit cheaper on the um, uh, the the uh, location here for now. And then operations—that's kind of your office and uh, admin, the cost of fundraising and the cost of uh, you know printers and all the rest of it. So uh, as you can see, like for this year, around four hundred, th- just over four hundred thousand for Anthem's expenses what we're projecting through 2020. So I want to talk a little bit now about income. And by the way, I'm always welcome any time to chat with you about any of this. Um, Well, I'll keep it simple and hopefully fast-paced here so that the the less interested ones if you don't get too bored. But I can make this available too to anybody that would like to see it. Let's go to that next slide. Uh, This next slide talks about how our giving was made up. So as you know, churches helped us launch Churches have been supporting us, and individuals from across the country, across the world, actually, have been helping us launch over the last uh, sort of two, two years and now into this, the next two years of this phase. This last year, 25%, approximately 25% of our giving came internally, and 75% of it came externally, from the outside. So that brings you kind of to that 400,000 we, that, we, that came into Anthem last year. So how this works is that as time goes on, the external giving that helped us launch that rocket fuel to get us going goes down. And as we begin to take ownership of the community and the community be- it continues to grow like it has been doing, then the internal giving goes up. And we pray that those those sort of numbers cross at the right time. And so for 2020, uh, uh, let's go to the next one. 2020, our goal is that, that uh, we, we know that the, the external giving will go down during this year and that we believe and trust that the internal giving will go up. To give you an idea of how we did last year, in January, our local income was about $2,500. At the end of the year, in December, our local income was about $11,500. So we saw this pattern of growth through, uh, through 2019. And Genuinely, honestly, it's because you jumped in and got involved. And you were inviting your friends to be a part of this and to see this community grow. So that's how, those are the kind of, the, the, and the Holy Spirits. I kind of hope that you're, you're aware that I, it's a given that the Holy Spirit is working and we're praying. It's kind of like breathing. You've got to keep doing it. We've got to keep praying and trusting God through all of this. But so that's kind of how we hope things will work out. And it's kind of one of my challenges for you today, if you haven't jumped in as a, as a contributor, as a giver Anthem. And you call this your church home, I want to ma- encourage you to make that a part of your worship and join the others that are making that happen through this year. Because during this year, we hope to see that uh, giving trend go from about 11,000 a month to about seventeen or 18,000 by the end of the year. So I think that will happen uh, as we see some numerical growth and uh, growth internally. Let's go to that next one. So by 2021, what will need to happen, this is just far off projections. Uh, is that our internal giving will need to be, uh, by far, the lion's share of what's, what's coming in. The internal giving will, will, will be going down. And then by the end of 2021, and gradually through that year, actually, our external giving will disappear. And so at that point, it'll be like, oops. <laughs> no, but at that point, we'll be like, hopefully sustainable, standing on our own two feet as a church, making whatever adjustments we need to along the way in order for us to continue to sustain. So that's, uh, in a sense, one of my goals for us today is, again, continue. If if all we do is continue with the growth that we're seeing, uh, even in a modest way, I believe that we're going to see God meet our needs in miraculous ways. Uh, Let's go to the next slide. I want to just sort of let you know about one little detail within that, and that's that during the summer months, um, our income tends to dip down. And we all know why that is, right? Because we're all busy. Our, we're away. Uh, some of us are on vacation. I know, for me, when I'm away, it's hard to, you know, s- stay back on track with what's going on at home. Uh, home. It may not be your intent to uh, forget giving during the summer months, but. It just kind of tends to happen a little bit. and We're, we're used to that. What also happens, Ryan, is that uh, uh, our expenses during that time, because we do a lot of events and we do a lot of parades and we get involved in the community during the summer more than you know, when we're in this like, awful winter season, um, our expenses tend to go up during the summer. And so we've kind of got this gap. Um, and what I would really encourage those of you who are giving to do would be to uh, do what we call recurring giving. Would be to would be to set that up online. It would be a great help for those of you who are giving to set up your giving online, and give on a regular basis uh, through the through the website anthemchurch.life/give. It really helps to keep that consistency. And some of you have been giving significantly in certain times of the year. And I get it if you're a small business owner or you're self-employed and just it's when income comes. You know, I'd rather you keep doing that than, than say, well, I, I can't do it. But uh, for some that can, I would encourage any of you who can to do the, the regular giving. It's a great uh, support and allows us to, to, to see a consistent uh, trend of growth along the way rather than too many dips. Uh, I want to just kind of give you one more slide, and that gives you a kind of a, an idea of how our attendance has gone in this past year as well. And real quick, just to let you know, we st- these, are, these are individual months. We started the year with just an average of just over 60 people meeting at Anthem each, each week. And then that's kind of gone up into the 80s. Uh, of course, dipped down a little bit in the summer just because of vacation, but really not too much. And then we're sort of peaking up on that 100 number at the end there. And uh, we are just so excited to, to, to sort of feel this gradual growth. In general, churches don't tend to grow as fast during their, their second year as they do in their first I kind of want to like not believe that statistic, right? Who's with me? You know, let's, let's believe God. Right, come on. Let's believe God that we're going to bust the doors open on that because we're going to continue to, to sow into this community, to continue to pray, to continue to, to, uh, to grow just, remember, just as we receive Christ, just to continue. So um, thanks for listening to that part. I know for some of you that's too much. For some of you it's not enough, but feel free to grab one of those reports at the end and uh, be happy to chat with anyone about that. Who's with me? Awesome. I want us to continue to invite, continue to, to give, and to continue to get involved as well. You know, on a practical level, our success uh, hinges around so many people being involved as a, uh, when I say volunteer-intensive organization, I really don't like the word volunteer because it, it sounds like you're just kind of like kind of doing someone a favor. Um, but as a, as a volunteer-intensive organization, a church is just that and is absolutely dependent on the whole community sewing in to, to what's going on. But it's not just our success that's dependent on people getting involved. Quite honestly, it's your success too. Because I've seen this correlation over and over again. If, if church attenders sit in a chair for one hour out of 168 hours a week and then leave and that's it, and that 's the only connection, um, and then come back for one hour the following week. you end up feeling like i 'm just a consumer of goods and services actual services you know goods and services that this organization makes happen but by contrast, honestly, if anthem family members, all of us find a way to get involved in some way with other Anthem family members to serve a couple of times a month, to attend groups, to get involved in, in projects in the community, serving projects, um, outreaches, groups outside of Sunday mornings. I know that your relational connectedness and your ability to see your relationship with God strengthened through other people around you is going to go like up and to the right exponentially, just how I know you want it. And I've got to say over and over again, I see people that are becoming friends with each other at Anthem. It's because they're, be- they're getting involved. And so, um, you know, today w- at the back of the room, I want to encourage everybody today to stick around for five more minutes more than you normally do. And uh, I've got four tables at the back. And at each one of those tables, somebody will be standing there just kind of giving an idea of some of the things that are going on, some of the opportunities to serve and some of the opportunities to get involved in groups and Alpha, like I've talked about, that sort of thing. So there's a, there's a table for the, uh, the, the the worship arts and production team that makes all kind of this auditorium happen on a Sunday morning. There's a table for Anthem Kids which um, some of you, of course, are very well familiar with that because you're receiving the grace of Anthem Kids right now because they have your small people. And then there's a table for uh, uh, community life which involves Alpha or um, groups. So We have a men's worship night coming up in two weeks, by the way. You'll get an email about that, but I want to encourage all of you men to be a part of that. The ways to get involved that are just uh, continually growing as time goes on. And then there's our first, First Impressions team as well, which we believe, again, is a symbol for this community that we want everybody comes here to feel like they got welcomed and they got loved when they came in. And so if you join, it might be the simplest role that you could take on to welcome people on a Sunday morning, but it could have a significant impact in continuing to make this a welcoming community so stick around if you go to chat with anyone at one of those tables this morning um, uh, you don't have to sign up for anything you can just get to know the people that are leading those different areas and you don't have to commit to anything or you can commit to something or you can go back think about it and sign up online on the connect page but you will get a free cookie this morning there are cookies at each of those tables and there's still some coffee left at the back there you know, uh, so please don't take off. Go grab your kids if you want to. Come back or leave your kids. Who knows? Some, they'll be fine, I'm sure. We've only lost a couple of kids in the last year. It's been great. So uh, stick around for a few more minutes as we finish today. There was a, but just to kind of wrap this up, there was a, um, uh, a time when Jesus had, had kind of gone out in one of the boats on the, the, the Sea of Galilee with his disciples, and he was teaching from a boat onto the shore. And then his disciples who had been consistently, um, uh, you know, having, having no success in fishing, he, he said to them, you know, put your, put your nets out to the other side of the boat. And there's a, a verse in Luke 5 that sticks out to me that says, they were astonished by the miraculous catch of fish. And I just, I, I, I think that sometimes when I see somebody who's joined us at Anthem, I see somebody who's, who started growing in their relationship with God, They've got involved. They, they started giving. They, they, they started reaching out to friends. They started inviting people. They started sharing the good news. It, it shocks me. I'm like, well, I wasn't expecting that. And it's almost as if we're sometimes not expecting that God would do what he said he was going to do. And we've got we've to not be like those disciples that are just like, whoa, what a shock. God actually showed up. When we commit our ways to Him, when we pray and we trust Him and we believe that God is going to do a miraculous work, He does it. And so let's not be like faithless disciples that are like, whoa, that was a shock. The King of Kings showed up and he managed to catch some fish. Let's be ready and prepared as a community to receive the broader community that I believe that God wants to bring to this community. Can you say amen to that? Let's believe that God is going to do that together. And then most of all, and Mikey and Eden, if you would join me on the stage, most of all, I want to encourage us always to refocus and realign everything over and over again to the person of Jesus Christ, that he would always be at the center of this, that it it would not be like a we're not waving our flag here, other than as a means of encouraging our community to connect with something that maybe they can see what it is and what it does. But we are here to declare and uplift the name of Jesus. And all our accomplishments, I was thinking of that passage of Scripture in Revelation earlier where it talks about uh, the, 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 uh, the angels and the elders and the people laying their crowns down before the King of Kings. And our crown will often represent our accomplishments and all that we're about, all that we can do. But this morning, I want to encourage that we would lay our crowns down and Anthem's crowns down. This would not be about me and Liz, not to say we we don't recognize our role as leaders here, but it would not be about individuals or people, but it would be about God's glory. So can I invite you to stand as we sing this real simple song? to our King, Jesus. What a beautiful name is His name. Let's sing that out as our true anthem to our King this morning.